All right, hey guys, we are back with some more common misconceptions for you. So, part two, numero dos, what? I don't know. Some kind of weird noise happened. Oh, I think there's like a dump truck or something outside. Okay. I don't know what's going on. Welcome back to the the old old office above bread and butter where you never know what you're gonna get. But yeah, so we we finished up the last podcast with some some five pretty most common I feel like misconceptions mm -hmm. and these are s some more but there there may be a little more um, in depth I get I don't know they're not quite as common who cares what they are there's five more <laughs> misconceptions that we're bringing your way so the first one is CrossFit is always super competitive what you think about that yeah I don't I don't really know where that idea comes from um, Maybe, like, when I got invited to CrossFit, I'd never heard of it before, so I didn't really have any any conception about how it would be. All they told me is, like, we'd be running and lifting weights and stuff. And so I was like, oh, I don't do that, so that's going to be hard. But I guess if your first introduction to CrossFit is TV, like if you yeah, turn on t ESPN like and you saw the games on. Regionals or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know that a non-CrossFitter would run into regionals, but, like, you know, the games or something like that, something on TV. Uh then you could see it as it being a competitive thing. And there is a segment of it that is a sport that is competitive, but that's like if you watch the Boston Marathon on TV for a minute, you don't think everybody who runs it for exercise is a competitive person. So I'm not sure how this, how this was built into CrossFit that it doesn't show up in other places. Like, you know, people do lots of things for fun, for hobby. Like there's lots of people who play golf and they don't, think they're gonna be on the pga tour like they're not that competitive about it so um every, i'm not really sure where that comes from but i can assure you that it's not super competitive i mean you know depending on the environment once again every gym is going to be a little different but there are things that you can be competitive with in crossfit if that's something you're looking for so some people want that and it is available but the only real like competitive part of it would be comparing what you've done in the past to what you can do now so you know i guess we just call it improvement like you're right. you're competing with the what you used to be able to do or maybe you're competing with um like a mindset thing like hey i used to want to stop at this point now i want to stop at this i want to push that level i want to compete with where i want to stop or i want to you know so yes i mean could there be some competitive stuff in it sure but i think those are things that you would be looking for and interjecting yourself i don't think if you just walk into a crossfit gym you know someone doesn't like challenge you to like a a fitness duel or anything like that so <laughs> it's not like there's hey no, you yeah. face off now yeah so i i'm not sure what that's all about i promise i do not feel like i'm in a competitive situation when i'm exercising no. at our gym. and definitely not like an unhealthy non-friendship competition like I don't know like I we definitely have some people who who are competitive I'm one of those people mm -hmm. but I feel like if you are going to be competitive like you know you're trying to beat your buddy next to you and you guys have probably had a conversation about it or you came to the next class afterwards and and they got this score and you're like oh man you know I'm gonna beat you but it's all like well and good it's not like serious or anything like that and 
I mean, and then there's people who are like, I literally don't look at anybody else while I'm working out, and I have no idea what they were doing, and who cares? Right. I mean, even in the situation you're laying out, you're you're going out of your way to, to find cheat. the right. competition. Yeah, yeah. So that can happen in literally any avenue of your life. You can right. compete in who has the cleanest house, who can bake the best cake, <laughs> you know, whatever. I mean, like, I don't know, yeah. like anything in the world you want to, like. Who's who can power walk on the sidewalk the fastest yeah. while pushing a stroller? Yeah, I mean, like, everything yeah. in life can be a competition if you want to make it a competition, but nothing about CrossFit is inherently a competition. No. So if you don't want that, you're good. If you do want that, you can find it. So yeah. it shouldn't be a problem for anybody. It's definitely not a staple by any means of, of a CrossFit. And I think that goes into one of the other things that all CrossFit gyms are the same. So, number two, every CrossFit gym you will ever go to is the exact same. Yeah, and I think that comes from, like, just how Americans recognize brands. And so, if you go to a McDonald's, you expect it to have the same menu, the same, like, maybe Chick-fil-A is a good example of this. Like, you expect the menu to be the same, or for the most part, you expect the interaction you have with the customer service there to be the same. Like you go into a Chick-fil-A, you expect them to be nice and pleasant and whatever, act like they're happy to be there and stuff like that. Uh, and if you act go, to, like, yeah, I mean, I don't come know. Come on, Chick-fil-A people don't act. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, maybe they don't, but you at least expect that as a minimum. So, but CrossFit is not a franchise and all of those companies are franchises, meaning like you're handed a, a playbook. You don't really have the Basically option of how you want to, yeah. you don't have the option of like how you want to operate. Um, and CrossFit's kind of the opposite of that. You you pay, we do pay, we're, we're what we call an affiliate. So we are all grouped together in some aspect, but, um, but how only you by operate, the name of CrossFit. Yeah, how you operate your in gym is a hundred percent up to you, um, minus some like legal things. But like for the most part, you know, if you want to have a hundred classes a day or one class a day, or if you want to be an all women's gym, or if you want to be no barbells or you want to be all barbells you want to be no run i mean any of that stuff's up to you or like if you want to have someone uh if you value quality coaching and that's a big thing at your gym or some places it's more just like hey thanks for showing up here's some exercise to do um you know you could be uh in 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 a, in a shopping center mm-hmm. you know very kind of place. yeah you could be in a warehouse i mean so all of those things are they're each one is going to have their own flavor and the only real commonality is going to be there's some exercising involved that most likely has mixed modal domains. There's going to be like... With maybe some similar lingo yeah, that you might recognize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's probably some, some of that. Um, and, you know, there's going, to be some, there's going to be some crossover for a lot of them, but there's not 100% alignment in anything no. anywhere. So that's... that's it's, I mean, if you're looking at it like all of them are the same, that's definitely not true. Will a lot of them have similar characteristics? Yeah, of course. I mean, you think that people are attracted to a brand and have the same kind of mindset and vision. So there will be some of that overlap. Yeah. But how that shows up gym to gym is going to be very different. And it's why when someone's new to the area or they're new to try and CrossFit, um, we've always, since we've opened, talked about the next couple closest gyms and to check them out because – we want people to go where they're going to stick and where they're going to stick is where they fit in and feel the happiest. And so if that's not us, you should not be with us. You should be at one of the other ones around us because we, they're good people. We think they're doing a good job. They're 
helping people get fit and they're nice folks and that's kind of what we yeah. care the most about so and i think sometimes people like who already do cross it like say members of our gym for example have only ever done CrossFit at our gym. And so if they go on vacation or they go somewhere, they're visiting family or whatever, and they, and they try another CrossFit gym. Sure. A lot of the times the experience that we have been told from them was that it wasn't great or, you know, but there, it wasn't like here. Right. And, you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, they they might go into on vacation in a, a different state wherever and they might walk into a gym and be like man this sucks like it doesn't look like my gym the mm. coaches are different they didn't approach me the same way the people weren't as friendly or the workout wasn't as exciting or you know whatever but like i think one thing that i love about crossfit is that the gyms can have the ability to be so different Mm-hmm. You, it it really does show like people, the owners' personalities and like the environment that they cultivate. Like that is all very much them, and so you might be walking in on a Thursday during the week to another person's gym, and it's their recovery day. You may be like, man, that workout sucks. We didn't even like get barbells out. Well, I mean, when you think about it, like at our gym. It's going to be like, we're going to be doing different segments and we're going to be doing different cycles and things ebb and flow and they change up and we might've just come off hero wad month and we, you know, we're just, we're scaling back or whatever. And you can't just walk into a place, one place and one time and be like, well, it wasn't like our gym, so I don't like it, you know? And I mean, you're obviously, you can totally have your opinion. That's fine. But it's hard when people go in with the expectation that it's going to be just like your gym at home yeah, or something that you've seen or just like your friend's gym that you've heard all about. Like they, Ryan and I try our best when we go on vacation or go somewhere out of town to drop in at a CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. One that's where we feel comfortable exercising. Like there's sure. going to be the equipment that we like to use and and things like that, as opposed to doing the workout in the hotel exercise fitness room or, you know, whatever. But it is, it's fun to see a lot of times how different things are set up um, and how differently people run their gyms in Texas and Florida and up North or out West, you know, whatever, like where all of these places that we've been, no, we always, we haven't always had great experiences Sure. We have had some pretty awesome experiences as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so it's just like, it's just, it's just like anywhere you go into one place and if you have the expectations, that it's going to be the exact same as the, as your hometown one or whatever, like there's different people, there's different, it's in a different environment. And I just, it's not healthy. I feel like if you are going to drop in places to go in with that expectation, knowing that every place is going to be different. It is a good thing, I feel like. Yeah, and if you've never done CrossFit before, it's a reason that you might want to check out a couple ones or that you've heard your cousin tell you this thing about their CrossFit. It just doesn't make it necessarily true about the place you're going to go. So that can be good or bad. I mean, I'm sure there are people who from our gym who've gone and dropped in places and be like, oh, man, they do this thing that our gym doesn't do. How awesome is this thing? Like, I wish our gym had that thing. Right, so, yeah. You know, you have to understand your experience is going to be it's an N equals one experiment. And like you are going to have your opinions about everything. 
and you know some places you're going to like more some places you're going to like less some places are not built exactly for you you and some places are yeah um and just because you're used to a thing doesn't make it the best thing and so i know we've had people who've moved down here and started going to our gym coming from other crossfit gyms and there's been things at first they don't like about it you know hey in our old gym we used to do it this way like why don't you do it like this and those are valid questions and you know we have no problem answering those but we do it the way we do it for reasons and I'm sure your gym did it the way they did it for reasons. And it's not a, you know, we're not getting into an argument over who's right or wrong here. Cause right. I don't think there is a right or wrong for a lot of these things, but they, you know, places are going to be different. They are going to feel a lot like their community that's in them. So that probably started with the, you know, the coach or owner at first, and then it just evolves into the kind of people that are there. They have a lot of influence over what it feels like, what it looks like, what kind of things get done, what things don't get done, you know, how, strict uh of a schedule you operated on or how um you know what kind of music gets played or, or yeah. whatever it is you know those are all individual to each gym and so you know you, if you have the option check a couple out if you're if you're checking out crossfits and yeah if you're a crossfitter and you're traveling to another gym just go into it willing to have fun and experience something new and don't work don't you know say like hey it's not my gym so that's right. why it's bad or whatever i mean just go have an experience learn something new take Maybe you, ha- you see some really cool things there. Take it back to your home gym and say, hey, they did this thing. Have yeah. you ever seen this? Have you ever heard of this? So, And know. in the end, you went there, hopefully with no expectations of it being one way or another, and you were able to exercise. Like, right. And probably walk away with a cool T-shirt that's unique to that gym or, you know, whatever. Like, yep. I think in the end, it is not a big deal when they're not the same, and you're still getting to get your fitness on and – move on yep for sure (laughs) Uh, um all right number three is crossfit is like the games it's exactly like what you see on tv and we kind of touched on that Mm -hmm. a little bit before but i think when when people talk to ryan and i about owning a crossfit gym and all that they have ever seen is the crossfit games on espn or whatever it is that they they play cbs now Oh my gosh, like the way that they look at you or the questions that they have, it's just like, oh man, you know, like that's intense or that's so crazy or like, whoa, you're like those. Okay. First of all, what sport are you watching on TV for the most part where the athletes aren't professional athletes, like, Mm -hmm. or college, obviously, but like. You're on scholarship. You're being paid. You are a professional athlete. You are being paid. Like, you you are, you have lots of history and lots of training under your belt. And, like, you take this stuff very seriously. Like, you're not watching Joe Schmo on TV learn how to do double-unders for the first time. Or, like, modify their pull-ups and they're doing ring rows. Or, you like, not not doing box jumps and jumping onto plates. Like you're not, those people aren't on TV because nobody's watching that. You're watching the the best of the best of the best. And so I think when people think that that's how all of CrossFit is, it's like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. Like that's not how all of tennis is or how all of football is or everyone who plays golf is certainly not at the caliber of people at the masters. Like, right. It's just, I don't know. I think it's silly. I, obviously, I know the other side of it. I know the the daily 
normal people who come into the gym. And a lot of people don't understand that or have never seen that because they've never been into a gym before. But I just think it's super silly to think that all of CrossFit gyms and everyone who does CrossFit is just like the people at the games. Yeah, I think I think a tricky thing there is, you know, there's the sport, the competitive side of CrossFit, and it shares the name with a training modality called CrossFit, which is how we think people should best train for life to just be well-rounded and be able to accomplish the tasks they want to in life. And so they have the same name, and but they, they have separate purposes. Like the CrossFit, the sport that you see on TV – exist to essentially they're trying to find whoever the fittest human on the planet is and so there's a bunch of novel tasks they have to do and that's how they determine you know how crossfit headquarters determines who they think the fittest person on the planet is that's very different than training to be able to be pretty decent at lots of things in life which is what crossfit the training methodology is and so sure there are there is a segment of overlap between those two things but they are very different in other areas too. Like Morgan said, there's a lot of people who watch the Masters, but they wouldn't go to their local golf course expecting to see that caliber of golf being played because they intuitively understand not everyone who owns golf clubs <laughs> is Tiger Woods. Right. And so for some reason though, and I don't know if CrossFit, it's just because it's newer and smaller or whatever, but there is this weird kind of vibe out there that if you do CrossFit, that you're trying to be the guy on ESPN and that's just not the case. I mean, 99.99999% of people in a CrossFit gym don't have that aspiration. So just, just like you can own golf clubs and you don't think you're going to be Tiger Woods. So yeah, I mean, I understand it. It's confusing because it's called the same thing or whatever, but I mean, they're, they serve different purposes and yes, you do some of the same movements and some of that exists, but I mean, you know, it's, is no different than any other sport that you could play recreationally also being able to play it professionally. There's professional runners and there's, you don't think that your friend or your sister who signed up for a 5k is going to go win an Olympic gold medal now in the 5k. Like that's just, those are different things. And so we kind of understand that intuitively in certain areas, but it doesn't carry over to CrossFit, but it's just like that. Lots of people run 5ks. They're never going to go to the Olympics. Lots of people do CrossFit they have no desire to be competing on TV. Right. Absolutely. Um, I think another funny one that I feel like we could literally have an entire podcast on would be number four. If you are a woman and you do CrossFit, you're going to get super big and bulky. Oh my gosh. I think this is one of the ones that I like as a woman, I like, I hate, it when people say this it makes me just want to like punch them in the throat it's it's silly for a lot of reasons but before we even dig into all the reasons why it's silly it's silly that you care that's what someone else views your body as or how you or if you're a guy if you're telling someone they should a woman they shouldn't do crossfit because they'll get bulky it's silly that you think you have some kind of say yeah opinion (laughs) and what they do with their their body as far as fitness goes or what they want it to look like so no matter no matter if you're the woman in the situation or the guy in the situation uh you should you should take some time to wrestle with why you're having that thought to begin with because those should not matter to you i think as i think as the person who maybe be wanting might be wanting what 
I don't know, who's going to be trying CrossFit or thinking about trying CrossFit and they feel like they have heard that women get super bulky or if you're the person telling someone else, oh, don't do CrossFit because it's going to make you bulky. Like, whether, yeah, whether you're on either side of that sword, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on there that, like, it, it, one makes me mad, two hurts my heart a little bit, and three makes me want to be like, why do people care and think that their opinion of a body type or a body shape or whatever is wrong or right or pretty or not pretty or, you know, whatever. I don't know. Anyways, we, we can move past all of that <laughs> and yeah. talk about why this is not true. Yeah. Needless to say, if you're a guy, you should never say that and you get no, you get no vote on whether a woman wants to do that or not. So, that goes away. There's half the population that don't have to even listen to this. If you're a woman and you're wanting, you're thinking about CrossFit, but you're worried about getting bulky, let's have that conversation because then it's appropriate. If that's not, if that's something you don't want, um, you can still do CrossFit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, then we need to have a conversation about why you don't want that. Cause you know, there might be some things we need to talk about there, but let's say we find out, we get down the rabbit hole and we decide that's not what you want. That's fine. It's not going to happen. You're not going to get bulky for a lot of reasons. One, you're a woman. It's very, very, very difficult to put on a lot of muscle mass on a woman for a myriad of biological reasons. So if you're really interested in that conversation, we can have a coffee and a 30-minute conversation about why you as a 45-year-old woman are not going to be bulky. It's not <laughs> going to happen. Um, so one, don't worry about it. It's not going to happen. Two, uh, the people who are bulky, like, so there's going to be someone out there that goes, yeah, you don't know me. I get super bulky, super and fast. And what is bulky? Yeah. What the hell does that? Well, that was my Ugh. point in the beginning. But even if you have some definition of what that means to you, the people who are quote unquote bulky or muscular or whatever the look is that you're trying to avoid, they did not do it on accident on the exact opposite. They have spent thousands of hours trying to look exactly like they do. They eat way better and way more dialed in than you will ever do. Unless, if, if you're talking about like someone who's walking on a stage to compete in bodybuilding, I promise you, they spend more time on their food than you will on exercise and food and stress management and whatever the top 10 things that are going on in your life are because that is their livelihood, is how they look and they want to look this way. And they've gone out of their way to make it happen. They train two, four, six, eight hours a day, you're not going to do that. Um, if you're training zero right now and you're worried about accidentally training eight hours a day, come train for an hour one day and let's, you know, we'll talk about it after that hour. But these, it's, it's not going to happen and it is insulting to people who have gone out of their way to do that, that you might accidentally stumble into the 10,000 hours of work they've, they've worked very hard for. So from your one month or two weeks or whatever of doing CrossFit and yeah. lifting very minimal weight, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. So biology is against you. It's not going to happen. So if you're a woman who wants to be big and muscular, I'm sorry, it's going to be very difficult. If you're a woman who doesn't want that good news, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and, and third, like I said, it's insulting to people who are built that way, who like being built that way that you think you might accidentally stumble into it. Um, that's ridiculous. It's just as ridiculous as the guy saying that a woman shouldn't look bulky 
when you claim you might accidentally look like these women who have worked their whole lives to look this way. So please get over that one. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So yeah. it's, it's, it's really a conversation we don't even need to have because it no. will not happen to you. No. And it's just mind-blowing at the amount of the amount of times that Ryan and I have actually seriously had this conversation oh, yes, a lot. with people. Like, you think, oh, like, nobody thinks that. Or maybe if they do think that, they're not really being serious. Or, like, they can't possibly think that at, you know, 40 years old and coming to the gym two days a week that they are going to stumble upon looking like the fittest woman on earth. Oh, no, like genuinely people seriously believe that this is a possibility for them. So we have had this conversation on serious notes. Like I'm laughing at everything he's saying because it's just, I just am shaking my head because these are things that we have had to tell people. And it just, it's, it's funny now because now that we, some of these people have done CrossFit for a while now. Mm -hmm. They are thinner than when they started, but yep. they Not are nowhere bulky. close to that quote-unquote bulkiness. So, I mean, I think we hit the nail on the head pretty pretty good there. Yeah, but, if you listen to the last podcast, this is just another thing that people say when it really means like, I'm not, I'm not ready to put in any kind of work to make a commitment. So I'm going to say something like, I'm afraid to get bulky. Like that's just, yeah. that's like saying, you don't want to go to work today because you're afraid you might accidentally become a billionaire. Like <laughs> it, it's not how that works. No billionaire accidentally became a billionaire. Like they spent their lives on a very specific thing and had a lot of things go right. That's what you need to be bulky, whatever that means. Yeah. If you're a woman. So, and then even then, if you're over like 30, it's not going to, it's definitely not going to happen. Yeah. Like you do, the hormones are not in your favor to make that happen. I'm a, I'm a mid 30 year old male who has lifted weights pretty seriously for the last decade. I hardly look like I lift weights. I promise you're not accidentally at 47 years old going to be my size and I'm trying to be big. Like I'm trying <laughs> right. to be big and strong and muscular looking right. and it's not even really happening. Yeah. So I promise your accidental muscles aren't going to happen. So and just pop up. And if it starts happening, I promise we'll change your training to where it doesn't. So you have yeah. my guarantee. You will not yeah. accidentally win uh, Mr. Mrs. Olympia. Right. Money back. And let's if you get, if definitely you accidentally not win use the, she looks manly or I don't want to look manly yeah that's that's thing. super insulting and terrible also yes don't you, yeah you should just let's let's be kind with how we talk about other people in general so this is a good life lesson there life lessons with the pies that's right uh we'll move past that one because like i said i feel like i could talk about that for an entire podcast and probably rant and maybe vent and i don't know mm -hmm. we'll just we'll just put a period on that one okay and our last one for this segment is going to be that uh, CrossFitters are only into CrossFit. Like, once you start CrossFit and you quote unquote drink the Kool Aid or you know whatever, that now you are stuck into this world and all you will ever do from here on out is CrossFit. That there there probably is some truth in there. There are people who start CrossFit and love CrossFit, so oh, they spend right. a lot of their time and energy and money 
and resources on CrossFit. Yeah. But it's no different, once again, than finding any other hobby that you have. I mean, being interested in something should not be a negative looking at it from the outside. It means there's something attractive about it that someone wants to do. And a ton of our people do lots of things outside of the gym. And so... Lots of really cool fitnessy yeah, things. Yeah. Our Ransom, and like I said, can't speak for all gyms, but we actively try to push and recommend that you take one of your fitness days that you are going to come inside of our walls and go be outside and do something fitnessy. And if you're training five days or more a week, you know, we start saying maybe you look at doing that twice a week because there's a lot of cool things that happen on earth that are, that will make you fitter or healthier or a better human that aren't inside of our gym. And so we actively try to encourage people outside of that. And if we even back all the way up to why CrossFit exists, it existed to train people to go do other things. Like one of the tenets of CrossFit that I think people miss now, maybe that is pop culture or whatever, is you should learn and play new sports regularly. And CrossFit is called GPP, General Physical Preparedness, which means you are prepared to go do other things. That's the whole point of it. Like I come to CrossFit so that I can go on a hike when we go to the mountains in Washington. We, would, we did. We went on a hike. It was great. Lots of people struggled on the hike. We had never hiked anything like it before, and it was not an issue. Yeah. Because it was hard. Did, I mean, it was, it was work, yeah, but we like did, we, yeah. did, we didn't have to stop. We, were we weren't capable. taking breaks. Yeah, right. we, weren't, we weren't questioning whether we were going to make it or not. And there's tons of people that had that going on. Yeah. So that, it prepares you for that. It, we, we bought mountain bikes last year. We hopped on mountain bikes and went and rode. Like the local <laughs> mountain bike course to us was used in the oh, Olympics as man. the Olympic mountain yeah. biking course. So, you know, it's probably a little harder than what we should be on, but it's the closest one. So we went and rode it and we made it through it. No, we, we survived. Didn't, well, yeah, we didn't almost make the Olympics or anything uh, like that. No. But we this had a good time. Fell, I think I fell... A minimum of 10 times. Maybe. But <laughs> the point was we were physically capable of going to do that when if you didn't do something like CrossFit, unless you mountain biked, you probably would not be prepared for something like right. that. Our folks can, at the drop of a hat, if they get invited to go run a 5K, they're going to be able to run a 5K. Yeah. Or we have a, we have someone who's training for a marathon. They've never run a marathon. They've ne I don't even know that they've ever run a, anything longer than a 5K before, but that's something they're interested in. So they're doing some extra running and coming to CrossFit and they're going to crush their marathon because you are, you are setting yourself up to go do things outside the gym. Right. Now, if you want to be the person who just CrossFits all the time, that's fine. I'm not telling you you're a bad person for that, but I think you're missing a little bit about what makes it special if you aren't at least dabbling in other things and expressing the fitness you've gained in the gym outside of the gym. And I think maybe where like this kind of went is like if you're my buddy and I'm super into yoga and you're super into CrossFit mm -hmm. and I'm like, hey, why don't you come do yoga class with me? And people are like, oh, no, you know, I don't do yoga. I, I do CrossFit. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there probably are people like that out there. Sure, but like, of course. I think a lot of people assume that that's how you're going to be is like, oh, I do CrossFit. No, I'm good. I'm too good for a body pump class or a hot yoga class or running a 5k or, you know, whatever. But I love to see in our gym specifically, like what people are doing with the fitness that they have mm -hmm. achieved or attained. Like we have people who are very serious about mountain biking and kayaking. Like I love 
yeah. seeing all their pictures and things, I'm like, whoa, they're really good in that arena. And then we have people who are really good at running and like mm-hmm. they, they get these great numbers on these races that they sign up for or like people who are dancers or a lot of people who go on vacation and they hike. And I see all these pictures of people going on these long hikes that they, they maybe wouldn't have done before. Like maybe it's not necessarily that we have a ton of people choosing to do other things as well. But like, I know that when an opportunity presents itself, we, we have given people the ability to be able to conquer these opportunities. And I, and I think that's really cool. I think that's super fun. I think that if you, I, in the situation you laid out where, you know, maybe someone says, no, I'm a CrossFitter. I don't do that thing you're doing. I, you know, from my experience, I think you're more likely to get someone who would take you up on your offer if they are a CrossFitter because they're going to feel relatively confident that they're not going to embarrass themselves yeah. in the thing that you're doing. Yeah. Um, you hear it the other way around a lot. Sure. If you're a runner, I mean, like, CrossFit oh, no, could I, be really scary because right. there's a lot of things in there that you're going to be like, you've never done before or you're uncomfortable with or whatever. But to take that as an example, we have two of our guys uh, were in a CrossFit competition recently. One of the events was a 5K, and they both were sub-20-minute 5K guys. And these are guys who never run more than – like, they don't run. Yeah. I mean, you know, they there's some running in the workout. Running. They've never – yeah, I don't know the last 5K they ran before that. And they were sub-20 minutes. If you're a runner, you understand – I mean, there's probably very few of you that are runners – and that are running 20-minute 5Ks. Right. And these are guys who literally do not train running at all running a 20-minute 5K. Um, like you were talking about, we have some guys who are into, like, the more outdoorsy adventure stuff. One of our guys uh, got, like, second place or something like that at some big, you know, a couple states over race that's an adventure race, which is mountain biking and running and swimming and kayaking or whatever. And, yeah, he does all those things for fun, but he's not out there training those things year-round. He does a couple extra you know, he swims and runs and bikes a little bit more when it gets close to that time. But most of the time, he's just doing those things for fun a couple of days a month and then coming to CrossFit a couple of days a week. And he's prepared to do those things. So, yeah, I think if you're someone, like if, if you're a yoga person and you have a CrossFit friend, you should invite them to yoga. And if they if they kind of like push back on it, you know, I, I would say like they don't really understand CrossFit very well. Like that's a perfect time to go, hey, like, I don't know how that'll go. It'd be fun to go check it out and yeah. see something new and see what I'm capable of. If you're a runner and you have a CrossFit friend, if you say, hey, I want you want to go, you know, jog a couple miles Saturday morning, if they, I would think that they're going to be much more willing to, to partake in that than the opposite. So I don't know. It's, I don't, I know some people think like it's, there's some kind of elitist vibe in yeah. CrossFit, but yeah. the, at the normal person level, like at the gym level in our space, you're just not going to run into that. You might have someone say like, Hey, I don't want to go run a 5k with you. Cause I don't want to run a 5k, but they'd be much more likely to than they would have been previous to doing CrossFit. So yeah. it's and I think yeah, too, silly. like not necessarily just the sport part of doing other things or, you know, outdoor adventure type stuff. Like I think about the stuff in my life that I do. That's not CrossFit that has a tie to CrossFit. Like, when I'm throwing my two and a half year old up into the air 15 times because he loves it so much and I'm having to do a full on like thruster slash wall ball movement the entire time, Mm -hmm. I like, I feel more capable and I'm, and I'm able to continue to do that movement because that's something that 
my body has, has grown accustomed to and been able to do. And a lot of people can't throw their kid up into the air and, and squat down and repeat that, th- that movement over and over and over again. And I, you know, thank CrossFit for being able to do those type things outside the gym, like mm-hmm. Superman, hold my child above my head. Yeah. It's taxing and yeah, it's tiring, but like I've put a barbell over my head too and had to hold it there. And you know, it's just, it's just interesting to see how things can tie, not necessarily just to a sport, but to just your life. And you're you're just capable of doing more, I think. I, we, like Morgan said, we have a two and a half year old and throw him and, you know, he jumps on my back from the couch and he he can be very rough with me because my body is prepared for things like that because of CrossFit. It it pains my heart to think that there is a parent my age out there that tells their kid they can't play with them because their back hurts or they can't roll around on the floor with them or they can't throw them up in the air or they, or they don't want to bend over to pick them up. That's why we opened our gym. Like We don't want that to be the case for anybody. I, I can't. It's difficult for me to imagine a life where I don't get to do that with my son. And you know, you're both missing out on something there. And so if that's you, this you're exactly who should be doing CrossFit. Like those are the things it prepares you for. Yeah. It's cool that we have guys who train CrossFit and can go run a 20 minute 5k, but in the grand scheme of things, who cares how fast you can run a 5k? That just doesn't matter in life. Right. doesn't matter how much weight you lift. doesn't matter. You know, any of those things are just so irrelevant to the real world where things like, Hey, I really want to be able to play with my grandkids in the, like they come over and they play on the floor, but I always have to sit on the couch because I can't, you know, wrestle around with them on the floor. And that's a painful realization to mm-hmm. have to deal with when it doesn't have to be the case. So I think people I think people think that CrossFit to an extent is about like all these cool things you can do in a CrossFit gym. And yeah, there I mean the CrossFitters talk about those things because that's a common language and experience that you can have with each other. But most of us care way more about all of the other things in life that are essentially free to us because we've earned it, we've yeah. paid for it by what we do in the gym. Right. Hiking a mountain, not a problem. You know, we we were in Hawaii over Christmas. We hiked a what is listed as a hard hike. I had my kid on my back in a in backpack. A yeah. I've never well, carried a, a kid like that. Yeah, in a kid carrier <laughs> backpack <laughs> yeah. thing. I've not never worn guy, one sorry. in my life before that. He'd never been in one before that. And we climbed to this thing that lots of people don't even try because it's supposed to be super hard sure i'm not saying like there was it's not there's no difficulties in life once you do crossfit but there was never a moment in the hike where i was like man i'm not going to be able to do this it was just walking up a mountain which is a lot easier than some of the other things we've done so on a lighter note carrying all your freaking grocery bags there you go in two hands right from the car to your kitchen yep we made a joke about that. Lauren and I were at the beach, and she was bringing all the groceries up from downstairs. She was like, real life, practical farmer's carries right there, bringing yeah. all of my grocery bags in one trip from the car up the stairs to the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I think it's that so true, though. I mean, like, stuff tons like of that. that stuff. Yeah. There, we have members, we have clients who uh, own uh, pecan orchards, and they're picking up pecans you know or Who they're doing it? somebody just said uh maybe it was susan like they moved all those stones yeah like, p- 
picking up a heavy rock and moving it to another place. You are capable, you are equipped because the things that you have done and trained for at CrossFit. Yeah, we have a we have a lady who works in kind of a male dominated field in manufacturing and there are times when they will be like, "Oh, I don't want to pick that thing up and load it on the truck." And she'll walk over and pick up the thing and load it on the truck and to demonstrate as their boss or whatever like, "One, you're not above manual labor, and two, like I'm I can do this, so you can do." I mean, like that's not an excuse. Right. And I think specifically for women, unfortunately, being capable and not needing somebody to do something for you is super empowering and countercultural and it's awesome you should not need someone to help you pick up the bag of dog food from the store you know if you want to buy 50 pounds of dog food at a time you should be able to do that those are things in life that should all be well within within your capacities if your buddy is moving you should be able to help carry the couches if you can't do that then you need to come see someone like us because that is part of being a human and you're missing out on all of that. You know, maybe you're like, oh, I'm missing out on moving furniture. Like, it was so tough. But I promise there are things that you wouldn't be tongue-in-cheek with about that you are missing that are within your grasp if you do things like CrossFit. And so... Your kid climbs to the top of the Chick-fil-A play place and yeah, won't you gotta go come get down. <laughs> you got to be able to crawl up there and get them. Right. I mean, like... I'm just thinking of real life things that Ryan and I have done with our kid that I'm like, if I was not capable, this would really suck. Like yeah. that would, it, yeah, whatever. I feel like we, we could venture off on this route for, sure, for a long but time too. Yeah. I don't know. End of the day, we, to wrap up our like whatever 10 things that people either misconceptions people have about CrossFit or like some objections they have to CrossFit. We, we use the style of training because we think it's safe and effective. We think it helps you. It best prepares you for the real life things. And the side benefits are you look better naked. And so like these are, these are a package of things that we think are extremely valuable, worth well more than what we're charging, and given and help given to you and led to you by our coaches. And so all of these objections that we have heard before or that you might read on the internet, we, we have thought about, like we have wrestled with, and we, we have answers to all of those things or responses at least to all of those things because we understand that you might be wrestling with these things and uh, we wanna help you kinda get through that because if we didn't believe what we were doing was what was best for people, we would change. If if tomorrow someone shows me that you know we should all just be rollerblading with ankle weights and they can demonstrate that's gonna give you the best life, then we will open up a rollerblading ankle weight place and do our best to be the best version of that around. I feel like that would be way harder than CrossFit. There you go. So it's, we don't think there's anything super sacred or special or whatever about it. We just, one of our values is sow and reap. Hustle is what we call it. If you put in hard work, you, you reap positive benefits and that expands to things outside of just being able to lift more weights at the gym. And that's the key. Like that's what I was going to say before we finish. Like, all of these things, the progress, the excitement, the, the fun, the abilities, the capableness or the empowerment or whatever are going to come to you when you put in the work. Like, I feel like a lot of these misconceptions are coming from people who are scared to put in the work. You know, they're, they're not ready or they're not willing to come in and hustle and get to it and, and sweat and be tired or get hurt or, you know, whatever. Like, that might be why these things have come up. And I think that 
the the benefit and the beauty and the and the goodness that comes from being a part of a CrossFit gym comes to you when you choose day in and day out to put in the work. I totally agree. All right, guys. Thanks for listening.